taking it now. Twins baseball. Chris Atterbury, we finally clinched. Well, we didn't. The Twins did, but we all feel like we did. Well, yeah, you did. Everybody did. Twins territory clinched. It was awesome. Yeah. Friday night was uh, was a super cool vibe, even from before the first pitch. Like, usually people kind of trickle in, and it's, you know, it's the crowd's okay. And the crowd was all in its seat early, and it was packed. And it was just, there was this expectant energy and it was really, really cool. And everybody got behind it. And I think it's awesome. You know, it was inevitable. We were going to clinch. I think it ended up being perfect that we got to do it on the field yeah, in front of the fans and they could be out there, you know, celebrating together afterwards. I thought it was really cool. And I was felt very privileged to get to have the last call and get to be a part of it. Well, now that we've officially clinched, uh, are you going to see a lot of the, the, the regular players sitting down? We don't really have that option. You know, it no. used to be in September, you'd have like 32 dudes, in there, 35 right. guys, you know, your whole 40-man roster. Now you can only have 28 dudes, I think. Um, and when you got Carlos Byron and Royce all injured, Willie Castro tweaked his back the other day. Like, Wow, we sound great, we, don't we? we? Don't, yeah, we don't have a whole, whole lot of... Uh, and so, like, we're playing. Kyle Farmer got hit with a 98 mile an hour fastball on the elbow. His hand is still swollen, mm. uh, and he had to start a short yesterday. And they played Polo at third, so not really an option. Which is honestly probably good, right? It's six games, um, a day off today. Uh, let let just everybody can play. You know, it's not like you're going to be ground to a the bone, um, and and just kind of mix and match. You know, maybe out. And then maybe Max got a day off and Polo gets one off. But I think they're just going to play um, and try to get some of the, the guys like Brock Stewart. I would expect to be active probably Tuesday and try to get him in a the game. They tried to get Chris Paddock in a game. Um, and the rain knocked him out before he could throw a pitch yesterday. But that was a step in the right direction. Um, so I, I think that's more like what it's going to be. We, we don't really have, and this is a good thing, we don't really have a B squad. Yeah, You know, it's like most teams, they kind of have like the guys, like if they're playing, you're, you're waving the white flag. We don't have any white flags. So do we think that, you know, certainly by the end of this week, when we wrap up, you have the three game homestand with the A's and then you've got three on the road in Colorado to end the season. Is Are, are you looking at Correa, Bucks and Lewis all ready to go by the end of the week? It's going to be tricky. Um, Carlos can come off the I.L., and play in the last two games in Colorado. Okay. And I would expect he would do that. He was moving around last night. We had like a team party last night, and he was moving around. He took some balls on the field yesterday. It's a partial tear in that plantar fasciitis. So he, he was in a boot for a couple of days, but he wasn't in the boot last night. So I, I think you'll probably see him try to get a couple swings, maybe a DH day, and then maybe – couple innings it short, but probably not, not nine. Um, Royce is going to be interesting. He, he's the best, right? Like he, it was all they could do to keep him from jumping on the pile after they won. <laughs> um, he, they, it, it was interesting because everyone's throwing their glove up and they're kind of jumping yeah. around in a big huddle behind the pitcher's mound and out of the dugout, they come running. And then behind that it's Buck and Royce in the middle and then Carlos and Buck and Carlos are kind of like the veteran security guards and they're keeping Royce <laughs> like, like a dog, like from running out there to the end of the leash and pouncing on the pile. Cause he was so excited. Um, so uh, Royce's hamstring is going to be very interesting just because I, I haven't seen him do any work yet. He's moving around, but that's such a ginger injury. I think he's eligible to come off maybe for the last day. And then Byron, who knows? He probably, I think he played yesterday again in St. Paul, but they're going to have a group. They call it the stay hot group. And it's the guys who are on the 40-man, 
um, who are uh, potentially on the a playoff roster because you can change it round and round, trying to stay, you know, ready. And so Josh Winder will be throwing, Cole Sands will be throwing, um, Byron will be hitting, Nick Gordon will be hitting, Joey Gallo will be hitting, um, Buck will be hitting, uh, you know, those guys. So they'll have a workout group that will do work at the field before the games. And then depending on how that work goes is if you'll see them activated. Byron would be eligible to come off at any time. If he's healthy, um, he can come off and play at any point. He's not on a, on a countdown the way that Royce and uh, Carlos are with the 10 days, you know, ticking down. So it's all going to be dependent on how the workouts go. So when you look at, okay, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, no, I was going to say, so we've got Baltimore, Texas, Minnesota have locked Tampa Bay is kind of looking in there. Who do you see next as, as, especially thinking of the last six games of the season here and, and people like, you know, Toronto, Houston, Seattle, who've got some sufficiently important games here coming up at the end of the season, especially against each other in some of these cases, who do you think is going to be the finale? How, how is this going to play out? Man, it, it, I wish I could tell you. So Texas was, was left for dead, went to Toronto, swept the series. Then they were the hot team. Then they right. got swept in Cleveland and were left for dead. And now they're the hot team again. Right. And they just whipped up on Seattle Houston got swept by the Royals at home. Wow. And everyone's like, ha, 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 Houston's in free fall. I will tell you flat out, I don't want to see Houston. I saw that movie before. In right. 2020 right. when they were some 500 and they came in here and they were like, Chris Fromber, what's that Christian Javier? Oh, I see what they are. They're <laughs> World Series champions. Um, and so I don't want to see Houston. I'll be honest. I'd rather see Texas. I'd rather see Seattle. You know, knock Texas around in their last series and put Texas back in the wild card. They're such a hot and cold team if you catch them at the right time. I think Houston's just a, a salty mixture. Uh, I, I don't like that. Dusty in that championship culture. And I think Seattle with their frontline pitching and the Velo and the Penn is a bad matchup. So I'd much prefer to see Toronto or Texas. Okay. Um, but it, it truly, you truly can't tell because they're all still playing each other. It's insane. Yeah. MLB has to love it, right? How oh the schedule worked out. Like we're sitting here with Oakland and Colorado, and it's like, oh, okay. Right, and, right. and meanwhile, like Texas and Seattle, they're going to come into the postseason and Houston and Toronto, frankly, having basically been in the playoffs for two weeks. Yes. Um, so what you hope is that they have to burn up their best pitching on Saturday and Sunday of the last weekend of the regular season. Because if they have to throw Luis Castillo or Christian Javier, you know, the, like that's good for us because right. we're going to have Pablo and Sonny lined up you know, on perfect rest. Okay. Let's get to the heart of the matter here. How do we do this weekend <laughs> runs? Well, as we take I a know look it here, me, the twins got shut out yeah, there. There was one. I also, Jake kind of got screwed over because there was uh, a storm that hit the East coast that caused the Yankees to at least delay one game that they were going to have to reschedule. Aww. So that threw off his Yankees pick. So yeah. what we have is uh twins for Chris. I had the Braves and Jake had the Yankees and this week in particular, uh, I end up winning with a total of 44 points for the Braves. Coming into wow. second place, the Twins with 32. Coming Ugh. into third place, the Yankees with 17. Oh, boy. You stuck another doubleheader in there, too. The Braves had another doubleheader. They did have a doubleheader in there. That is correct. The they suck. So when you, when you get those, <laughs> when you add those all up together right now, Chris Atterbury still in the lead on the season with 458 Oof. points. I'm now in second place with 452 points. So I'm only oh, six points behind Chris Atterbury going into the final week of baseball here for Major League Baseball season. Jake's, Jake's at 407 points in third place. Uh -huh. But he picked Royce. Yeah, yeah. That's true. he did. He, I still give him credit for that. 
I might take them again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is our final week. So I think, uh, I, I, I would guess Bauer, you get to go first. Uh, okay. Well, I'll, then I'm going to go. I have a couple of them that I've picked down here. I'm not sure which one I want to go with more because the Padres have been on a little bit of roll. And as I understand it, they're getting ready to dump everything, right? Chris, isn't that kind of the call we've been hearing about the Padres? Yeah, they've got, let's put it this way. They've spent a lot of money to not be in the playoffs. Exactly. So, exactly so. It's going to be very curious. But, but as you pointed out, the Rangers kind of came out of no place. And I feel like they feel between them and the Mariners, those are the two that really feel like they've got a chance at something here in the last week. And they're going to have to play their hearts out. I'm going to go with the Rangers on this one. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Very interesting. Uh, hmm. Does that mean it's my pick? That's your pick. Yeah. Go ahead. Then I'm I'm absolutely taking the Padres because that's who I was going to take. In the beginning. <laughs> All right, okay. I'm going to take the Oakland A's. Wow! Did you take the A's? Yep, I'm taking the Oakland A's. <laughs> I, and I'll tell you why. Let me tell you why. You actually left Chris speechless because they have nothing to win for. I mean, they have right. nothing to play for. I think the Oakland A's um, are sitting there with nothing to play for. They, so why not? Just they're just going to be the the dream breaker is what you're saying. I don't mind the A's pick at all. I think the A's and the Royals are the polar opposite of the White Sox. They have not given in an inch. Yep. And they're playing really good baseball. So well, I, I, I get with that. I don't like the fact that you picked it. I don't like the fact you picked the team they're playing as the Twins. For the next right. Well, because <laughs> right. the Twins. Because the Twins don't care anymore. Oh, they care. They got these guys. Got to get on the roster. They got to. Yeah. Is, is it going to be Kenta Bailey or Joe to start? Okay. Get okay. Brock Stewart back. Paddock back. Look, and, first time in sixteen months. Jake, oh, they, they the the, the twins the twins have lost eighteen playoff games in a row. They have to have some kind of a role as they head into the end of the season here. All right, all right. Well, let's see. Maybe maybe it'll be like a twenty to nineteen showing. Okay. All right. I like it. You're hoping. You're hoping <laughs> yeah, for that. If it's twenty to nineteen, count me out next Monday because I will not make it out of the studio. I will be somewhere buried in the walls of Target Field. <laughs> Well, and look, the way the Vikings are playing, we're all Twins fans right now. There you go. Well, let me tell you, so a little side note. So the rain delay hits, the 50-minute rain delay hits right at the end of the sixth inning, but right when the Chargers were making the goal line stand, the first one. Wow. And so everybody piles into the Champions Club right through the window from our studio, and they got the Vikings games on. And I'm feeling a rain delay, but I can hear the ebb and flow of the voices in the background. Right. And when that, when that, Jackalope, who's coaching the the Chargers, decides that it's a great idea to listen to his slide rule and go for it on fourth down from 25 or whatever. The place is going crazy. And then when the Vikings pull the Vikings, the place just you know detonates in, wow. in silence. Silent bomb. Yeah. And wow. so I had that all one act play behind me. And it was almost like the mother nature was like. Hey, baseball, hold on. I got to see how this football game ends. And then, right. and then as soon as it ended, whoop, sky's cleared and we played. That's wow. great. Wow. That's great. Yeah. And, and you know what? Um, if you're going to watch the Minnesota Vikings game, there's no better place to watch it than from the Twins <laughs> stadium. <laughs> well, and it's it's a communal thing, right? Like right. it's a communal like pain. And then, so we had this little shindig last night after the, after the game. And so I'm driving through downtown. Minneapolis to get to the place and Beetlejuice is showing uh, down on Hennepin at the Orpheum. Oh, yeah. And that's a very distinct crowd. And the Vikings fans who have been there since eight in the morning are, are, are still staggering around like purple zombies. <laughs> right. And 
The Beetlejuice Vikings intersection. Oh, it worked. I got to tell you, it worked. It totally wow. worked. Like it was almost like you couldn't have planned it any better uh, down there on Hennepin Avenue. Wow. Wow. That is, that is a and great throw in the, the strippers and the, <laughs> the whores. Yeah. It's not 1980. It's not Times Square in the 80s. It's, things have changed a lot. I don't know how long it's been yeah. since you've been on Hennepin, but it's a little different. Okay. It's more like uh, you can get pressed juice in a cappuccino. Yeah. Uh, but uh, well, it has changed. Go that, you know, it's changed is, a little bit. Is Lake Street still a, a diver? What is that good too now? No, Lake, Lake's good too. I draw, okay. drive it every day. So, uh, when I, if, right out of high school, I lived more. on Clinton Avenue. Um, which is a, it just, uh, I mean, that's the hood, but that's yeah, all I George, could afford. George Clinton Avenue. The, uh, the last time Jake had a date night out down that direction, I believe her name was press juice. Wasn't it? <laughs> wow. Well, look, uh, best of luck to you, Chris. We will check in with you again on Monday as the season wraps up and as we, as we head into the postseason for the Minnesota twins. And we'll know who we're playing. That's right. Yes. We'll have an idea. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. And then, and then Jake can pick a non-playoff team for the first round of playoffs. <laughs> I might I might take Royce again. There you go. He might take he might take the Dolphins. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I would do I would do that. <laughs> he would. He would. See All you right. guys. Thanks, Grant. See you later. If you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. Jake and Bauer.